WTBRFM, Pittsfield. Welcome to Ham on WTBR, the all-inclusive ham radio show for hams and non-hams alike. Be part of the show. Contact us on www.facebook.com slash hamjamtv. And now the hosts of the show, Peter and Jessica. Ham on. Good morning from Berkshire County, Pittsfield, yes, Massachusetts. Yes, you gave it away. We actually have a guest. Yes, we're we practicing do. as much social distancing as we can, but we have a guest who will be on later. I told him I'd give yes. him some air time. So, uh, hi. Hi. Uh, <laughs> say hi, Steve. How you doing, guys? He'll be on later. We'll, we'll get all his details and, and we'll put him on the air. Uh, it's Wednesday, of course, so guess what? The weather's not going to cooperate. <laughs> Heavens, it's been happening every day, every Wednesday for a freaking year. Every Wednesday for a year. All right, we're going to get right to business here because we've got a, a lot of show and little things to to do here. So, okay. For almost a whole month of October through October 26th, the Department of Defense is conducting a series of exercises that will train the connection of Mars members to the amateur radio service. There are opportunities for hams to participate in this exercise. Every day at noon local time, there will be a net on 60 meters, channel 1, 5.3305 megahertz USB. To have check-ins for hams, the NCS will ask you for your call sign, city and state. As the month moves on, there may be other unplanned requests. Familiar, familiarize yourself with the METAR, which is transmitted on VHF-AM from all major and some less major airports as weather information for pilots. See if you can transcribe the weather information. They speak fast and usually in mumbles. This is valuable information to the DOD in times of communication outage. Contact me for more details, and I'll give you who to contact in a few seconds. There will be an ICS-213 messages originating in Mars for certain ARRL and other local ham radio leaders refiled into the NTS system for delivery. NTS nets may carry these messages, be ready to copy these messages, and deliver them by checking into your local NTS net. If you have any questions, please let me know and you get a hold of Tom Kinlin in the Army Mars region, one executive officer. He can be contacted at tom.kinhan at verizon.net. So there. Oh, so, so DOD training? DOD training. So we're going to go to All space right. weather, and I think Jesse will have some stories once we get the studio set up here. We're kind of behind. So we're going to go of to... Of course, I will have stories. Right now, I'm just looking for my chair. <laughs> uh, we're gonna go. To, we're gonna go to space weather. So we'll be back on Ham on in just a few. Minutes. 
Space weather this week has been quite the story. Over the past week, we've been dealing with a big solar storm that has bumped us up to G2 levels and has lasted multiple days. And as we take a look at the front side sun, you can see the culprit right there. That is a big coronal hole, and that's what's been sending us an extended burst of fast solar wind, and that has brought aurora down to many parts of the world, even down to mid-latitudes. However, we are beginning to wane just a little bit. That coronal hole is now rotating to the sun's far side, and it's taking with it region 2773. This region has been boosting the solar flux into the mid-70s over the past week or so. However, as it rotates to the sun's far side, it is beginning to drop that solar flux down again. So we're going to get to the low end of marginal for radio propagation on Earth's day side, especially since we don't have any more bright regions in Earth view and we don't see a lot on the sun's far side. So amateur radio operators and emergency responders, I'm afraid you're just going to have to hang in there for a little bit. Meanwhile, before we drop completely back down to totally quiet conditions, we do have a mini solar storm that's hitting right now and it's managed to boost, uh, boost us up back to active conditions. So we might get a little bit more aurora, especially at high latitudes and possibly down to mid latitudes here over the next 24 hours before we finally get a reprieve. Aurora photographers can take a look at all their aurora photos, change the batteries in their cameras, and just say, whew. Switching to your M-Flare threat meter, as we take a look at the X-ray flux, it continues to be a bit on the low side, and therefore by proxy, the solar flux continues to be low. We have had region 2773 boost that flux just a little bit, but it's really not been a flare producer, as you can see by pretty much the flat line here. And it's going to continue to be that way uh, over this past week, and as you can see near the very end of the plot, you can see that red line beginning to tank. That's from region 2773 rotating to the sun's far side. Along with that X-ray flux, so is the solar flux beginning to tank. We could be at the very low end of marginal for radio propagation here on Earth's day side, and sadly, it's going to continue to be that way easily over the next week. So amateur radio operators and emergency responders expect to have marginal to maybe even poor radio propagation here over this next week, and hopefully things will improve after that. Switching to our solar storm conditions, can you believe it? We've actually been a bit on the stormy side. It's been so long I almost forgot what storms look like. Back on the 24th, we got hit by a small pocket of fast solar wind that managed to bump us up to storm levels, but then we kind of quieted down for a little bit. And then by the end of the 25th, we got hit by a bigger pocket of fast solar wind. It bumped us back up to storm levels, and we got some gorgeous aurora photos, and yet the storming sporadically just kept happening. And by the 28th, Bam! We were up at G2-level solar storms. We were having gorgeous aurora even down to mid-latitudes. And then things kind of calmed down a little bit and calmed down a little bit. And finally, by the turn of the month, we were finally getting back into the green. And yet, even as we've calmed down and really much gone back to quiet conditions, bam! We get hit yet again. Here's that mini solar storm that, that I was talking about. And it doesn't take all that much because the Earth shield is just so rattled. So we're back up to active conditions now. And this may last easily over the next 24 hours before things finally begin to quiet down yet again. And now for your Leo Mio Geo Orbit Outlook.
As we switch to our low energy particle environment, now these are the fluxes that cause surface charging on the outside of spacecraft, including the solar arrays that then can discharge and cause electrical short circuits and upsets. You can see the fluxes in and around GEO have not been all that bad the past couple days. We've had a couple injections in and around the Dawn side, but they really haven't built up all that much. We keep getting these particles flushed, so the fluxes are staying reasonably low, and that's good news for satellite operators in GEO. It doesn't look like spacecraft charging is going to be an issue like it was a few days ago during the solar storm. These fluxes were much higher. However, as we switch to our higher energy particle environment, now these are the particles that can penetrate deeply into the spacecraft interior and cause deep dielectric charging and internal charging upsets. You can see it in around the 30th, we started having some decent injections and it started building up the fluxes in the geo, inside of geo just a little bit indefinitely as we move closer to the MEO orbits. And as as we look at the uh, electron fluxes, you can see for the two MeV electron fluxes in and around the 30th is where we really started crossing that alarm threshold, that risk threshold for internal charging. And sure enough, over the past few days, we have maintained uh, a, a decent level above that, uh, that uh, electron flux threshold charge risk. And so we are going to continue to have a risk for internal charging and it's an integrated effect. So the longer it stays above that threshold, the bigger risk for uh, internal charging. So you satellite operators, that could be an issue for you. And as we take a look at our radiation clock, you can actually see that inner ring, is, it, which shows the internal charging risk, it's bad all the way from dawn clear to midnight. So satellite operators, you may not have a risk for surface charging over these next few days, but the risk for deep dielectric charging is still there and it will continue to be so until that uh, radiation belt begins to die down a little bit, which could easily be maybe three or four days from now. And during this extended solar storming that we had over this past week, aurora views were captured over many parts of the world, and I can't possibly show them all to you this week, so I'll show some highlights this week, and then I'll show you some more next week, like these beautiful views in Norway. And we saw gorgeous views in Finland. And it was all over Scotland. And in Denmark and it was in Ireland, and it even dropped down to England, just west of Liverpool. And as we travel over the pond, it was seen all over Iceland. And as we travel from Iceland into the Western Hemisphere, it was seen in many parts of Canada, including Nanavut, and in Yellowknife. We saw it in Manitoba, and in Saskatchewan, and of course in Alberta, we got some gorgeous award-winning shots in Alberta, including a moonbow. Amazing. And it even dropped down into the United States. It was seen in Michigan. So what else does our sun have in store for us this week? Well, this is Stereo A. It's our partially far-sighted monitor. You can see here's Earth, here's the sun, and here's Stereo A staring at the sun pretty much from the side. And when you take a look at the sun in Stereo's view, you can see that region 2773 disappearing well behind Stereo's west limb. And if you take a look at the rest of the disk, man, there's just not a lot going on. We have a few spatterings of bright regions kind of trying to start, but they fizzle almost as quickly as they start. You notice that they're at high latitudes, so that tells you they are solar cycle 25 fizzles, but that's really not 
quite the oomph we need for to get a new bright region up and running yet. So unfortunately, we don't see any chance for solar storming and we don't see a lot of chance for boosting that solar flux. So Aurora photographers, you're going to be able to take a break for a while and amateur radio operators and emergency responders, well, it looks like marginal radio propagation on Earth's day side is going to be on the menu easily over this next week. Switching to our moon, we are now coming out of a full moon on our way to a third quarter, and by the 10th, the moon will be about 50% illuminated. So you night sky watchers, if you want to catch those dim objects in the sky, you're going to need to check your local rise and set times. Switching to your solar storm conditions and aurora possibilities over the coming week, we are getting hit with that mini solar storm that's hitting Earth right now, and it's going to probably cause issues for the next couple days. At high latitudes, NOAA is expecting active conditions, but we do have up to about a 25% chance of a major storm. Now, at mid latitudes, we're also expecting active conditions, but only about a 5% chance of a minor storm. But these conditions will begin to wane very slowly, and by about midweek to the latter part of the week, we should definitely be settling back down to quiet conditions, especially at mid-latitudes. High latitudes might take a little bit longer to settle down. And then as we roll into the weekend, things will be nice and quiet, hopefully. And everybody can kind of breathe a sigh of relief as things get back to normal. Switching to your solar flare and particle radiation storm outlook over the coming week, everything continues to be in the green when it comes to big solar flares. We have a spotless sun right now, so we have no risk for radio blackouts, and that should make GPS users very happy. I know we've been dealing with a solar storm, which kind of makes GPS reception a little bit dicey, but at least we don't have solar flares to contend with or radio bursts that can cause issues for you as well. So enjoy things as uh, things begin to quiet back down with that solar storm, because GPS reception will continue to get better and better, especially on Earth's night side. And sadly, though, with the spotless sun, we also have solar flux sitting in the low 70s. I'm going to take a risk and not drop it down to the high 60s, but man, we're going to be hugging that hairy edge of marginal for radio propagation on Earth's day side. Hopefully, also with those solar storms dying down, that makes amateur radio operators and you emergency responders a bit happier that propagation is going to get a little bit easier for you, especially on Earth's night side. Now, also because uh, we we are still trying to climb out a solar minimum. We do have a higher cosmic ray flux than we normally would have. So you frequent flyers, and this does include air crew who fly over 800 hours annually and fly at high altitudes and high latitudes, you are in the moderate range for radiation dose, and this does include prenatal passengers. So please take this into consideration in your flight plans. So the space weather this week is trying to calm down. We've been dealing with a big solar storm over this past week that's brought aurora to many parts of the world. And just as we begin to settle down from that, wham, we get hit by yet another little mini solar storm and we're back up to active conditions. So this means we get another chance for aurora here over the next day or so, especially at high latitudes. And sadly for you satellite operators, well, I know the geo environment's pretty tough right now. We're getting some decent deep dielectric charts risk. And with this mini solar storm hitting, that's only going to make things and exacerbate things even worse. So we were hoping things were going to calm down over the next couple days, but it looks like you may have oh, maybe a, as much as a week before things really begin to calm down in geo-orbit, so just kind of hang in there. Meanwhile, amateur radio operators and emergency responders, we're losing region 2773 as well, so the solar flux is dying back down, and we're going to be sitting at marginal radio propagation conditions on Earth's day side, and sadly, from the look on the sun's far side, it doesn't look like there's much of a reprieve there, so just hang on for another week or so, and let's hope we get some more bright regions in Earth view. 
Meanwhile, GPS users, well, you know, thank goodness the solar storms are slowly beginning to die down because that means GPS reception is going to get better, especially on Earth's night side. And with the low solar flux and no solar flares or radio blackouts, GPS reception on Earth's day side should be pretty good. I'm Tamitha Scove, the Space Weather Woman. Thank you for watching. All right, and we are back live. Problems and over there? Yeah. On the laptop rolls on the floor. going, dude. Hey, that's what we're here for. Uh, we have a studio full because we here actually to break we, my laptop. We, we actually have today. a guest in tow today, so we'll get to him uh, shortly. And during while she was on, I was trying to explain because he was asking about solar storms and solar flares and and what that does to our, our little uh, amateur radio propagation that we do this show every week for. Uh, we're going to go to the break, and then you're going to have some news. Mess. And then we'll probably get to you. Okay. So stick around. You're listening to him on WTBR. Radio for people who used to love radio. Welcome back. WTBR. Hi, I'm Megan Cooper, and I'm the Transition to Adulthood Counselor at AdLib. The Transition to Adulthood program is a grant-funded program that aims to assist students with a range of disabilities to reach a higher level of success. The program works with all students in Berkshire County who are between 14 and 21 years old in an IEP or a 504 plan. Students work with a transition counselor to develop goals based on their needs and interests, and then continue working with their counselor once a week towards that goal. Areas of service can include, but are not limited to, personal health maintenance, home management, transportation training, social and communication skills, self-advocacy, money management, job readiness, and college preparation. For more information, please visit our website at www.adlibcil.org or contact me, Megan Cooper, at 413-442-7047, extension 30. Do you suffer from the heartbreak of brain rot? Feeling bored, sluggish, listless, not had a new idea in days? Using electronic gizmos without a clue why they work? Now there's help. Ham Radio, guaranteed to stimulate your corroding neurons and open a whole new world of excitement. To learn more about Ham Radio, go to helloradio.org. Side effects of Ham Radio usage include mental stimulation, desire for education, new career paths, understanding of technology, and cases of addiction have been reported. If you experience any of these symptoms, you're welcome. Ham Radio, it's not your granddaddy's radio anymore. Hi. This is Sergeant Mark Madalena with the Pittsfield Police Department. We all have busy lives, and we're in a hurry to get to where we need to be. While driving, people are eating, drinking, talking, putting on makeup, doing their hair, checking social media, texting each other, all while the dog sits on their lap. The result is running red lights, stop signs, speeding, and finally crashing. Distracted driving is illegal. You can be ticketed or criminally charged. Please share the road and pay attention. Let's make sure everyone gets where they want to go safely. This message is brought to you by the Pittsfield Police Department in cooperation with WTBR-FM. Starting Halloween at noon, live on the fright side with the hosts of Classic TBR, Ham On, and Nothing But Old 45s for the WTBR Spooktacular, a Halloween musical celebration that plays well into the night. The scariest thing you can do is miss out on the fun. Only on WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio. Now that they're extinct, the Jedi are romanticized, deified. But if you strip away the myth and look at their deeds, <laughs> the legacy of the Jedi is failure. 
hypocrisy, hubris. That's not true. At the height of their powers, they allowed Darth Sidious to rise, create the Empire, and wipe them out. He was a Jedi Master who was responsible for the training and creation of Darth Vader. And a Jedi who saved him. Yes, the most hated man in the galaxy. But you saw there was conflict inside him. You believed that he wasn't gone, that he could be turned. And I became a legend. We would be honored if you would join us. W-T-B-R. And we're back. Thank you, Luke Skywalker. Yes, we're... yes Luke became a legend. Yes, he did. So someday, so will we. Uh, <laughs> we are back on Ham On. We do have a guest. Sorry, third, third and, and he will be on in just a few minutes. Uh, first time we've had a guest since March. Yes. See. Other than on the phone, but actually live in a studio. Well, Studio B, as yes. it were. Uh, what do you got? And we'll go to you, and then we'll go. To, we'll start. We'll get the. What do I got? Uh, I got a lot of things, but mm, I'm not gonna say them on here. Put, put, give us something, so we don't have five minutes of dead air. Knock yourself out. You wouldn't want that. Anyways, two, two more astronauts earn uh, amateur radio licenses. Yay! Although the lockdown of Johnson Space Center postponed amateur radio training and licensing over the past seven months. Oh boy. Now, uh, NASA ISS HAM Project Coordinator Kenneth, Ran Kenneth Ransom, N5VHO, was able to work with all the new astronaut class graduates. I didn't know there was an astronaut class. The things you know. As in our class gra uh, graduates as well uh, as well as offer some refresher courses for ready licensed astronauts. Licensed astronauts on the International Space Station may operate the on-station ham radio equipment without restrictions. Oh, so they don't have band restrictions like we do. Oh, interesting. Astronauts often participate in amateur radio on the International Space Station. ARISS contacts with schools and groups on Earth. I thought they did through telepathy. I thought they used the force. Apparently they don't. Well, I have to be chance. Astronaut, NASA astronaut Caleb. Brian, who complete who completed her industry introductory sorry introductory course in June, received basic ham radio operations training in late September. Rec uh, recently tested and received the call sign K KI five Lima Lima Alpha Lima. Awesome! Congratulations. Uh, there's one from the European Space, European Space Agency, uh, Matthias Murr, that, pan, that passed his on July 30th, he got K, uh, KI-5 KFH. Awesome! Good? Good. Good. Okay. We haven't had a guest in this studio, well, in this studio ever. But back at the TBR home base since March. We have a guest today. How you guys doing? 
And I'm not even going to try to pronounce it. <laughs> but um, go ahead and introduce yourself to the listeners here at WTBR-FM. All right, Pete, Jess, thanks for having me. Uh, my name is Steve Jin Syracusa. Um, I'm a graphic designer, video editor, uh, things like that. Um, I specialize in digital advertising and online advertising, uh, but really anything. I mean, it goes as far as from doing business cards and things like that, all the way to, you know, creating online ads, you know. Awesome. So, yeah, this is for all you non-hams out there, by the way. <laughs> so, how does, how does one get into such a field? Um, well, actually, I mean, it kind of started as just a hobby. I just did it. So, so did this. <laughs> <laughs> I think everything does at some point, you know. Um, but yeah, no, it just started as a hobby online with other people that I knew making just like um, little profile icons for things like Instagram and Facebook, stuff like that. Take a picture, put people's name on it, try to make it look good, you know. Um, but it slowly grew into more as I learned different things that you could do and then you can animate pictures and that kind of led into the video editing part which is really what I've been focusing on uh, lately. It takes a lot. It does, yeah, yeah, but it's a lot of fun. It can be frustrating but once you finish something and you see the whole thing mm. together it's, it's really cool. Sometimes I get stuck watching my own videos <laughs> over and over, just like, wow, I made that? No kidding. Um, so it's a lot of fun, you know what I mean? But that's, yeah, it's kind of how it started. It's just a hobby. So um, you actually quit your regular job. I did. In, in the height of a pandemic. I did, actually, to, about... To what? do this. We're in September, so about three months ago now, July 4th, was actually the last day that I worked at my regular job, paying job. <laughs> um, and I just, I don't know, it was a scary decision, um, but it kind of had to be done. I have two kids. Uh, one of my kids has, you know, special needs. He takes a lot of extra attention. Um, and then to do that and work, you know, 35-plus hours a week, didn't really leave a lot of time for anything else so I kind of made the decision that if I wanted to you know get better and progress farther um, I kind of had to make the time to do that you know so with the pandemic and everything online and everything being canceled how, how are things going in that route since uh we're in the height of the pandemic or the end of the pandemic whichever whichever you want to say well you know i mean i'm not gonna lie and say that you know it's easy and everything's great and you know we're doing well it's a struggle you know just like everybody else is struggling right now you know not a lot of things still even now as we get farther towards the end of the year and longer this goes on there's still things that aren't open you know so businesses aren't advertising because they're not in business you know and even if they are they're just starting back up nobody really has the money to go hey could you you know put an ad together for me could you do this um, but I still work every day I just make little projects for myself kind of self-promote online things like that and hopefully when uh, start to get all this turned around I'll already be you know up on that next level so so interesting is there any schooling or college or technical career school that you need to do? I mean, 
this kind of thing because you've seen my logos, I'm sure. <laughs> we, just, sorry, we just edited up on the phone for for, for the show here. But. I don't think it's something that you necessarily need. I mean, those options are out there for the people that have well, the ability to Well, all right, so let me, let me ask them. you this. How did you learn to do it? Just on my own. Everything that I've learned to do, I've basically learned to do on my own. There's a small, there's an app that I use online, you know, kind of like a, um, a messaging app, like a group app that you can communicate with other people. And we have a small group on there, but it's really only maybe 20 people that kind of help each other figure stuff out. Other than that, I figured everything out pretty much on my own. I mean, I'm still learning stuff every day. I find something new that you can do. You're listening to Ham On. We have Steve. I'm not even going to attempt the last name, so because uh, I'll hack it. I don't want to hack it on live air. But you hack your own last I, name I, I hack sometimes. my own on live air. I'm not, but... Um, the, I'm sure this my is grandparents a, will appreciate that. Yeah, I'm sure they will. <laughs> this is uh, Ham on WTBR-FM, and we're talking graphic design, something something new for this show at least, because if you've seen the logos that I have up, um, yeah, um, <laughs> in the green room. Uh, let's see, what, what else we got here? Uh, so, so um, I'm, running out of, I'm running out of questions quickly. We still got really? Yeah. <laughs> we still got time. What, what is okay, some you, of your... There you go. Um, when you get requests, what are some of the big requests? Yeah, there we go. Um, I mean, honestly, one of the biggest things now is anime. You know, adult, so, adult okay. animation. Okay, the rest, of the, the rest of the show is gone. Um, <laughs> but it, it's grown in popularity. You know yes. what I mean? It's exciting. A lot of people like it. There's so many options out there that, I mean, there's something for everybody as far as... A genre, as mm. far as things that you know yeah, so really um, get you into it, and a lot of um, people. And the thing is, a lot of people are now looking as anime as the cool thing before it was a geeky, dorky. I know, I find that get interesting too. You know, um, they've always had Dude, anime. We used to go to high school and be called geeks for sure. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, I'm 34 <coughs> now, so you figure high school was eons ago. At this point, <laughs> yeah. um, but there's still it's interesting to find out that they um, they're still continuing some of the things from then, then just because the popularity has come back. So that's exactly. definitely a big a I big mean, request. I mean, so, look at look at Naruto. Naruto's like what 21 years old. Naruto, Dragon Ball Z. I actually was all super excited because I got a notification the other day that Hulu put Dragon Ball Super. Oh, yeah. All their episodes on yeah. Hulu, so I've been binge-watching that. But same thing, I mean, that comes, that's the continuation of a show that I started watching when I was a kid 20-some-odd years ago. Exactly. And I always remember when it was over, I was like, oh, man, I wish they'd continue the story. And now they have, so. So, have you thought about graphic novels? Uh, not so much. I mean, Anime, I don't know. I'm not as much storyboards? of a storyteller um, as I was in my youth. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's definitely an option, but I guess the biggest thing, and I get that question a lot when I do things, you know, um, oh, where did you come up with this art? Where do you? I don't draw. That's not what I do. I don't claim to make, create these images that I use and stuff. I add it. So what I do is I take something that somebody else did with their permission, if I have to get it, you know, um, and I just spruce it up, make it better, make it clearer. You add, you know, text, things like that to kind of show what it is you're trying to advertise. Um, but yeah, I don't really draw per se. 
Uh, my 12-year-old draws better than I do, so <laughs> maybe if I do, she can draw it. We'll get her on the show. She, uh, her over she here. can draw it and come up with the stories, and I'll just make it look cool. <laughs> are you kidding? There's a couple of times I've, I've gotten asked to, because I do um, pen, uh, pencil. Sure, yeah, like uh, pencil sketches and stuff. Pencil sketches. Yeah. And the thing, I'll just do it just for the heck of it, because that's also my hobby. And this one over here, which show named Nameless Father. I don't think there's anybody behind you. I, 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 I have no idea what you're talking about. Sister, sister makes, a com makes a comment. That looks awesome. Can you draw me something? Can you go ahead and draw me something for this? Well, sure. you, I mean, you did, you know, our logo here that we use. Yeah. Kind yes, of, sort of, maybe. Um... So, since you brought that up, so, oh no! <laughs> since I brought, I gotta be careful what I say um, on live air. You did mention to me the other day when I we did. spoke that you might be looking to update your logo and do something new. Yeah. And I know that we said that we would talk about it more, uh -huh. um, but I got thinking last night. You know, I appreciate you guys giving me the time to come out here and say what I have to say and stuff. Um, so I actually took some time last night and kind of threw something together. Uh, for you guys here, so I hopefully you guys Aww. enjoy that. Oh there. wow! Um, and you, you guys are definitely you. free to use that um, as much as you would like. I can send it to you. We can email it to you. This, or whatever. Is, this is why I wish we had um, video set up. Um, this is really, really, really cool. And then what I also did, one of the things I got into, like I was saying, it started, so this is how I started, was just... We got the, a new logo coming in, by the way. It's just things like this, you know, so basically I found, you know, your little ham operator, your pig, yeah, with the radio, you know, and we found ourselves a little radio theme background, and we kind of threw it all together into one piece, added, obviously, the show name, your <laughs> like guys' name. Uh, WTBR, you know, has to be on there. Um, but then another thing that I did, and I didn't know what you're going to use this for, what platforms it's going to be on. Sometimes all of them. Sometimes you can. You're only allowed to use a still picture. Other times you're allowed to use, you know, a small video clip. So I kind of went a step further here and uh, kind of animated it up a little bit. Well, see now, now, now this, okay, there. because. Um, what we did because we're not we're still simulcast on pc tv but we're only simulcast on the audio right so matt kind of um and i should have showed you this before air i can't do it right now but matt kind of animated the background of our existing logo okay so i can send this to him he could use that for the uh pc tv side awesome I like that. I'm glad you you and then cool. we can get, I can get the, the other logos up to Matt for the exactly. podcast and, and all this, and he can change the logos and stuff. And that's cool. Thank you. Yeah, no, we got new cool. logos coming like I said, in. I appreciate you guys taking the time to, you know, have me on and give my little spiel. Um, so you know, I figured I'd return the favor. So kind of throw something together. How, how many? How many? Um, how many? How can I put this carefully? How much work have you done for others? And how um, and how hard is it getting your name out there amongst oh, the I mean, masses? Oh, I it's tough, you know, as far as getting your name out there. You know, it's not like we come from a, a big city, New York City, L.A., something like that, where you can just walk outside your door and 
celebrities live across the street and you can go hey look what i can do you know what i mean well um, like we talked like we talked about saturday i do have you know the broadcast range of this radio station is all of berkshire county and some somewhere deep into east uh yeah. eastern new york also through the podcast and through our live stream on wtbrfm.com and tune in we're heard in boston Okay, very cool. That's awesome. I didn't know that. Like I said, I've always known that the station existed. Um, we've listened to it at other jobs that I've had and stuff, but I didn't realize the reach that the station had. So that's yeah, very full cool. 350 watts. The antennas on top of the uh, Eagle Building on North Street. Okay, okay. The transmitter, you know, WTBR. They uh, when they when they yeah, went to from Taconic High School to PCTV, they put a new transmitter in play. Oh yeah, and it's over at the studio oh, over there. So. Yeah, full 350 watts for this radio station, and then they added TuneIn and the live stream, and... That's got to make a good difference, you too, can, huh? It's worldwide. I mean, yeah, I've got... Yeah, there's exactly. st Okay, there, according to my statistics on my podcast, that half the people that listen to this show are in France. Really? No kidding. That's funny, because I actually... <laughs> I use... Um, Instagram, you know, to promote myself and most of my work and what I do. Um, and when you have a business account on Instagram, they do the same kind of thing. They give you a page that you can go and you can check and you can review your audience. And it'll give you statistics on where people are from, gender, age groups, things like that. And I thought it was funny, the last time I checked it, the biggest... Um, I guess, group of followers that I would have are from weird places like Bangladesh, <laughs> India, pro apparently big anime fans over there mm -hmm. in, in Bangladesh. Um, and um, what was one of the other ones? Some Something in South America, Venezuela, somewhere down there. Um, and I was really surprised by that, that, you know, of yeah, all the places, that that is the places that would draw the most attention. So we're yeah, going to seg segue into this. So if somebody wants to see your work and wants to see what you do, how you do, and where you do, yes. where do they go? So the biggest one, like I said right now, is Instagram. Um, you can check out at devilish1 edits. Um, I could spell it out. You might, yeah, I might want to spell that out. It's a D-E-V. <laughs> we got time. D-E-V with the number one. L-I-S-H with the number one. Your little underscore bar there, and edits, E-D-I-T-S. Um, there's a lot of stuff on there. It's basically my entire portfolio. I started it at the beginning of this year, January, and since then there's, <coughs> now I think it's close to something like 200 posts <laughs> that I've done. I try to do at least one a day, sometimes two a day. Um, but yeah, that's where the bulk of my work is. I also started a YouTube channel not too long ago to kind of promote some of my video work. Um, and that's just my name. You can look up Steven Jin Syracusa on YouTube. It should bring you right to my channel. There's some good stuff there. Um, but Instagram is definitely your best bet. Obviously, you can message me as well if you have any questions, comments, things like that. You know. And you gave me that the other day, so I'm going to put that when I put it up on the podcast. Awesome, we'll thank link, you. We'll link to that. that. So if, you said you can message you on, on, on Instagram, but if somebody sees some of your work and they like it and they have comments, questions, or ideas on something maybe they want to see, 
Uh, you got an email address, Facebook page. Uh, I don't do Facebook. I do I'm Facebook. from the era that, you know, Facebook was just starting. Even I have Facebook. Well, you know, I'm from the era Facebook was just starting out when I was getting older, when I was getting out of high school and stuff. Um, and, you know, I'm from a small town. Everybody I know is here. Most of my family's here. I've just never really needed it for that aspect. Now it's probably a good idea to do it for the business, but... Um, I do have an email on Gmail, basically the same as the Instagram, devilish, it's 181 at Gmail. Um, or my phone, my phone obviously still is Kang, text, phone calls, things like that. Uh, the 413-770-0734. Um, and you can always call me, message me, things put that, like that. Play that again. Uh, it's 413 Zero seven three four. So, okay. Um, when you look at all the stuff you've done, because I've seen some of your stuff you showed sure. me the other day, yeah. where do you think you're strongest at? I mean, obviously the things like we did with your logo and stuff. Yeah, that's obviously, cool. that's the well, things you that. You email that to me. That's what I've worked on the longest. You know, um, I mean, I probably started doing things like that probably close to three years ago now, just on my own. Um, but as far as where I would like to go, the video editing, I definitely, I think, is where it's at. I find new things to do every day. Um, and, you know, that's that's where a lot of your online advertising is going. And especially with the way the world is changing, you know, and now the pandemic has kind of pushed everything to that online scene. Um, animation, video things like that are definitely going to be, you know, the, the future of advertising, I think. And what people don't get about animation is you have to go frame by frame by frame by frame. And if you mess up that one frame, you have to go back and go ahead and, 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 and frame and, all over again. And, and I know your wife, she's a really cool person. We, we, we talk a lot. What is the family thinking about this dramatic turn? Well, you know, it's not easy, you know, for any of us. But luckily, they've been super supportive. I mean, I don't think I could ask for a more supportive group than, you know, my family. And, and to tell everybody um, the story before you uh, sure. cut you off just for a minute. But to tell everybody the story, um, his wife, we call her KK. Kendra. What? Yes. Kendra. We were talking, and she was talking about how you, you know, you did this and you started this. And I told her, I said, you know what? I might have an outlet. And we talked, and she said she would talk to you. So it's actually her that got him into this chair this morning. Sure. Yeah, and to be honest, <laughs> to, to, I probably don't. To do you know. so, so go ahead and finish your story. I didn't mean to. Um, but yeah, no, they're great. You know what I mean? My family is awesome. And I mean, my family is my biggest motivation. That's the whole reason I did this. You know, before this, I worked in a convenience store, which wasn't bad. I loved my job. You know, the people were great. My employers were great. It was a lot of fun. Um, but it's not exactly a career that you can build on and hand off to your own children, which I think everybody wants to do when they exactly. have kids, you know? They want to try to set them up for the future. Um, and that was kind of what sure led me... sure they have their own legacy. Well, yeah, you know, and that's kind of what led me to this decision in the first place was like, man, what can I do to like try to help ensure that my kids have a good future? and things like that so they're definitely my biggest motivation and my biggest supporters you know what i mean they're the ones that are stuck struggling 
with me while we go through all this and it's not easy it's not like we're doing fresh new work every day especially like you said with the pandemic everything's closed so it's it's been a little bit of a struggle and they're definitely you know my biggest support i'm super grateful to have them and uh you know i think i gotta work on how to show them that a little better <laughs> maybe <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's really hard to do anything in the pandemic. You know, when we started this show, we were in the studio. Right. We could bring guests in. Uh, we were simulcast with video on PCTV. Then the pandemic hit. PCTV shut down. TBR shut down. So this show kind of had a choice between going on hiatus or recording it at home. And we started to record it at home, and then we were, Matt Tucker over at PCTV, WTPR, was, came up with an idea of how we can go live. So now, both my shows are live. Um, and I, I know this is, I kind of know the answer to this, but do you think the pandemic is either helped you or hindered you? Um, well, with, it's with interesting, kind of like we kind of... Um pointed to earlier is kind of both i guess um i mean it's definitely hindered things like i said businesses aren't open so nobody's advertising and even if they are open it's very minimal nobody's really spending extra money to do any kind of extra advertising or things like that um but at the same time i feel anyway that the pandemic has kind of pushed forward the progression that we were already getting into where we're transitioning into being an online society, you know, you see it all the time, department stores are closing, things like that, and it's because everybody's transitioning to online, everybody shops online, everybody lives their entire life online, and realistically, if you think about it, the pandemic has kind of pushed that along even faster, it's kind of forced businesses that weren't doing that to go, oh man, what do we do now if we want to continue to be in business, we, you know, have to move to that online platform. Um, so I guess as far as my business, it hasn't really hindered or increased it either way yet, uh, but I definitely feel like it's helped push our society kind of into that, you know, online business mind frame. So, and hopefully it'll come to you and go, well, I need advertising 40 online. Right, so yeah. So let's take a hypothetical for a second, and somebody checks your Instagram page out. And they send you an email and say, hey, you know what? I like your stuff. Can you teach me how to do that? Can you teach them how to do that? Um, I mean, yes and no. It's not anything I've really thought about before. Um, I can teach, you know, the, the methodology and the best tools to use to do the job. But, I mean, honestly, just like any kind of, you know, art form, I've never thought of myself as an artist, but once I started promoting myself and Gra doing things. Graphic design, you're an artist, brother. It's, it's considered <laughs> digital art, and I never really thought of it that way. Um, but just like any form of art, music, drawing, what have you, whatever it is you do, there's also, you know, kind of that level of personal creativity that you can't necessarily teach somebody. You know what I mean? Um, it's kind of one of those things where either you kind of, you have it in your mind to create cool things that you don't you know what I mean it's kind of hard to teach someone to be creative you exactly. know um so I mean yes and no I mean there's definitely tons of tools out there that if you think that you have that creativity you feel like it's something that you could be into 
there's plenty of tools that, you know, we could definitely help you find on your own and possibly maybe make that work for you, you know. All right, you, this is Ham on. We'll be back with Steve. We'll finish up the, uh, finish up his uh, interview. Doing good. Yeah, Everything's you. working thank out. You. And uh, we will be back right after this break. WTBR. Okay, people, time to disperse. Party's over. WTBR FM is listener supported radio. That means we depend on your donations to keep the station on the air. All the local content and the music you love requires your support. You can make your donation today at WTBRFM.com by calling 445-4234 or stopping by our studio at 4 Federico Drive in Pittsfield. You'd be glad you did. Pittsfield Community Radio, for the love of radio. What is ham radio? It's the most fun you can have with a radio. Talk to people around the world or even orbiting the world. And you don't need a two-year contract or internet access to do it. Learn about electronics and be of service to your community. ARRL, the National Association for Amateur Radio, has over 2,000 clubs across the country, including this one in your area. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Hi, I'm Megan Cooper, and I'm the Transition to Adulthood Counselor at AdLib. The Transition to Adulthood program is a grant-funded program that aims to assist students with a range of disabilities to reach a higher level of success. The program works with all students in Berkshire County who are between 14 and 21 years old in an IEP or a 504 plan. Students work with a Transition Counselor to develop goals based on their needs and interests, and then continue working with their counselor once a week towards that goal. Areas of service can include, but are not limited to, personal health maintenance, home management, transportation training, social and communication skills, self-advocacy, money management, job readiness, and college preparation. For more information, please visit our website at www.adlibcil.org or contact me, Megan Cooper, at 413-442-7047, extension 30. Starting Halloween at noon, live on the fright side with the hosts of Classic TBR, Ham On, and Nothing But Old 45s for the WTBR Spooktacular, a Halloween musical celebration that plays well into the night. The scariest thing you can do is miss out on the fun. Only on WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio. I failed you, Ben. I'm sorry. I'm sure you are. The resistance is dead. The war is over. And when I killed you, I will have killed the last Jedi. Amazing. Every word of what you just said was wrong. The rebellion is reborn today. The war 
is just beginning. And I will not be the last Jedi. You have chosen wisely. W-D-B-R. And we are back here on Ham on Time Flies. We got eight minutes. Holy so cow. yeah, wow. with, the, with the eight that minutes left in the show, any any last things that you want to say? Put out put out your Instagram again, your email again. Sure, yeah, you know we can do the Instagram and the email one more time. The Instagram is at devilish one d e v the number one l i s h and the number one, and then your little underscore bar there, and edits e d i t s. Um, basically the same thing with the Gmail, D-V and the number 1, L-I-S-H, and the number's 181, and that's just at gmail.com. Um, and I mean, I guess the only the other thing I'd like to say is just thank you guys again for, you know, giving me the time to kind of give my problem. little spiel and hang out with you guys for the hour, you know, it's been... It's been interesting, enlightening. Well, we, um, got, we got seven minutes, so let's go to personally. And this is where you two can chat for seven minutes <laughs> because you're both big anime fans. Yeah, sure, yes. yeah, yeah. Um, anime is big right now, like we were talking about. Obviously, yeah. super popular. I'm amazed at the the popularity that it's grown. Like you exactly. said, it kind of used to be a nerdy, geeky it, it thing to be into. I mean, it was. I mean, we would be traveling what the hallway in school, and you'd be hearing, "Oh, look, that's that anime door." Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So, and you said you said something earlier. And nowadays, while you're we were, anime, that's cool. Right. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. You said something about we were in a break about the Star Wars movies. Yes, yeah, yeah. The Star Wars movies. I love that you guys use all the little blurbs, you yes. know, from the movies yes. and yes. stuff. I go, wait, we go way back because we can actually do this. So hang on, let me let me oh, do this before you get into. Hold on. Obi Wan Kenobi. Obi Wan. Now that's a name I've not heard in a long time. A long time. Impressive. Almost impressive. Thankfully, I haven't seen all the new movies yet, um, but I did take the, the time to watch, I think it was... Uh, Rogue Squadron or Rogue One? Rogue One. Rogue One. And that was fantastic. I mean, of all the new movies, I honestly thought that I would like that the least. So, I mean, there's no Jedi's, there's no. And it was fantastic. It was great. I love the story. When was the first time you saw the original Star Wars? And then I'll tell you my story. So, So actually. When was the first time you saw the original Star Wars? Actually, it was really cool because, I mean, obviously, you know, they came out in the 70s and and the early 80s. So, I obviously, I was born in 86. I never got the chance to go see them in theaters when they first came out. Um, But when I was growing up, I had an uncle. um, My uncle Steve, sadly, he passed away a couple years ago. Um, But he... Thank you. He's a a nice guy, you know. And um, But so he actually took us... My grandmother lives right next to... um, On Jason Street, actually. Right behind where the old... Pittsfield Cinema used to be in Bradley's Plaza yeah. and all that. Yeah. Um, and we used to actually just be able, you can walk behind her house, go through the woods, through the field, and boom, there you are at the cinema. So there was a time when I was probably between like 8 and 10 years old, they were actually replaying the old, old original yeah. movies one by one in the theater. So even though I wasn't around at the time they were released, I still got to go experience 
all three original movies in the theater, you know, kind oh, of the way you're supposed to. Yeah, when you redid and when you redid the '90s. Right. Yes, yeah, so when they redid like all the digital enhancements and oh, stuff. Oh, oh. So that was really cool. You ready for me to date myself? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Check it out. Star Wars came out in 1977. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was 10. Did you go see it? Live and in theater? We It was playing um, in, in Albany at the Madison Theater. Oh, okay. Very cool. And my mother went to take me, and this is before it was became a new hope. It was just Star Wars. So I had my little... Remember your little tape recorders had the little microphones? Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I brought my tape recorder, because this was before <laughs> DVD and, yeah. and CD and videotape. Right. I'm holding you up to the speaker. Oh, man, the original bootlegger. <laughs> and <laughs> recording... <laughs> The entire show. Very cool. Um, yeah, and then and we did that for Star Wars. It was a big thing in '77. Uh, it was huge. You know, Lucas Dippin never thought, and Carrie Fisher and the cast never thought that it would do what it did. And here we are, 40 years later, and you have the Mandalorian. And you have you have to oh watch if you have God, Disney if you have Disney Channel or if you have Disney um, Disney Plus Disney Plus. I'm getting into the Clone Wars, which sets between uh, two and three. Yeah, kind of right. Between yeah, Empire and, 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 and Return, it brought itself up between two and three because Anakin is still a Jedi. True, actually, yeah, yeah, good point. I always considered it to be like you were thinking. I think between the third one and you know the first well, well, original. Well, Rogue One sits in between. Um, Oh man, how Revenge great! Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. How great is the last five ten minutes of that movie? Oh, that was yes. the best. I mean, when, you, when Darth when Vader you starts, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. I have to warn you. You you were talking about the the last three films: Force Awakens, yes. Last Jedi, Jedi, and The Rise of Skywalker. Right. But you're sitting in a room with the biggest Adam Driver fans no, who played really? Kylo Ren. I'll be honest, when they first did uh, The Force Awakens, the first, you know, newest installment, and the trailers came out and stuff, I thought Kylo Ren was really cool. He was a cool-looking character. It was a nice kind of like an homage to Darth Vader, you know, with the black mask and everything. And then before the movie came out, they released like a final trailer, and he took his mask off. (laughs) And Um, just the ears and the nose and the... I was like, is this really the guy that <laughs> yes. they got to play, like, the ultimate villain? Like, yes, he just, unfortunately He didn't look dark enough to me. Unfortunately for Adam. Look who we got to play me. with. I mean, who wouldn't want to play with, you know, icons like Harrison Ford, Mark oh Hamill, yeah, Carrie really cool. Fisher. It's great that they were able to bring back, you know, Carrie Fisher, Paul Billy Carrie D. Fisher. Williams. She passed away, obviously, before they could do all three movies. Um, but the rest of them, sure, yeah, that's got to be great, especially if, you know, for him, I don't know him personally, obviously, um, but if he was he a was fan, scared to death if he was a fan of Star Wars, it's got to be great when, to go out there and, you know, play when, with the guys you watch growing up. When J.J. went ahead and told him that he was going to kill off Harrison Ford, he was scared to death. Oh, I'm sure, yeah, yeah. Hey. Two minutes, we gotta go. <laughs> we only get an hour of radio. We could do this all day. I guess so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, thank oh, you. You're yeah. a great guest. Thanks for being on the show. No, thank um, you guys again for having me. You know, I really appreciate he'll it. He'll be on Carol's show, Know Your Berkshires. Yes. 
third uh, third Thursday of um, this October month, October 29th. October twenty ninth, I think, 29th, I think. we'll get hey, you we'll get you a date. Um, we'll post all your links up uh, on the uh, when we get the uh, podcast up and going. So, on behalf of us here at Ham on and WTBR FM. Yeah. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Well, thank you guys Hopefully, again, uh, like people will contact you. Here. And just before we go, real quick, put out your Instagram and emails again so people can contact you. So, one more time, the Instagram is going to be at devilish1, D E V, your number one, L I S H, the number one again, and your little underscore bar and edits, E D I T S. And then same with the Gmail, devilish, D E V, the number one. L-I-S-H, and the number's 181 at gmail.com. All right, and on behalf of the cast here at WTBRFM and Ham on 73, and we will talk to you next week. Bye, everybody. Peace out.